0: what's up guys welcome welcome to my podcast um yeah don't mind me i just woke up i was i i work overnight and uh i could not sleep this morning for shit i was just lying there laying there and laying there listening to podcasts and but that's not the reason i couldn't sleep i always listen to stuff when i try to go to sleep and usually I go to sleep easy but not this morning not this morning I don't know so I woke up late as fuck way later than I wanted to but last night was a rough night at work you guys know how it is sometimes work is a little more crazy but you know it feels good when you really bust your ass at work. some people they I don't know, man, they go to work and they dog it, they don't do shit all night and there's times where I don't kill it, I don't do amazing, but I never don't give an effort. you know I give a hundred percent of how I'm feeling. If I only feel fifty percent, you know if I only feel fifty percent of myself, I'm gonna give a hundred percent of that fifty percent don't Don't ever phone it in ever. I don't care how tired you are, whatever, whatever. just try your best. Hold on, I think I gotta turn this mic down a little bit. Is that better? I can't see the back button all right, there we go. One second We don't talk about Bruno Oh no My daughter showed me this song From that movie Encanto And now that song is just stuck in my head forever We don't talk about Bruno It's the only words I know Anyway guys this is the the 6th episode i believe we're going to be telling some crazy wild drunk stories of when i was a crazy wild alcoholic not really not an actual alcoholic but i was i was on the road to it i was uh i was a wild cat not too wild still loving still you know i still wanted to be loving but these are just some stories i feel like people should hear because they're just frigging crazy now some of them are things that aren't even crazy shit i've done some of them are things that you know the situation caused chaos out of me being drunk where if i was sober they probably wouldn't have even you know nothing would have even been wrong but, you know, that's <laughs> a lot of times when you don't drink, it's a lot better for you. You know, it's a lot better. Bad things don't happen at all. So I'm just going to jump right into it. If you guys are new here, please subscribe. Uh, we, we're having fun doing this. Also, if you want to be a guest, definitely contact me because uh, I think it would be fun having some people on here. And I'm about to light my first cigarette of the day. So, please forgive me. I already lit it. I already lit it. And I didn't know I lit it. All right. So, let's jump right in, man. Let's jump right into this. These series of crazy and wild stories. All right. So... One time, I was going out and I had a girlfriend and I told my girlfriend, hey, I'm going to go out with my friend tonight. This dude, his name was, well, we're not going to use names. I'll just, his name was Dean. All right, that's cool. Dean, big deal. So I was going out with Dean. Dean wanted me to come out with him. And I never really went out, so it was okay. And I'm at the club, and I hate clubs, you know. But I just went, because, you know, he was like, hey, man, we're going to drink. And drinking, when someone said drink, I said, "How much. (laughs) That's that's funny. It's like that saying, jump hell high. Uh, So I go out with him. And uh,
1: the girlfriend texts me. And
0: I don't want to say nothing, but she texts me, like, where the fuck are you at? And I was like, I told you I'm going out with Dean. And she didn't like that I was out. So she sends me pictures of all my clothes cut up. She cut my fucking clothes up with scissors because she didn't like me going out. I wasn't mad. I just texted her back saying, (laughs) oh, that's funny. And then I said, why don't you come out with us? And she came out and she had fun. And yeah, it wasn't a crazy story. But the the moral of the story is she cut my clothes with scissors for no reason. She let her mind get the best of her. You can't worry about shit like that. You can't. Oh, my God, my boyfriend's going out. He's going to cheat. No, just go with him. Just go with him. Don't cut his fucking clothes when he don't have that many anyway. Uh, but it was funny. Just I don't know why I didn't get mad either. I was just like, that's ah, okay, whatever. They're just clothes. I'm not really a fashion person anyway. But it was funny. Uh, another story with the same person. I am going to hang with Dean again. It's funny. It's always, I I don't know, me and Dean rarely ever hang. And in these two instances, I'm with the dude Dean. I guess he's like bad luck or something. I don't know. And the same girl also. So I'm not going to reveal who the girl is, but yeah. I don't say names on here. Or get like personal, like where you're
1: gonna know who the hell it is. But anyway, I'm
0: at the bar with Dean, and same thing happens. Where are you at? Now, this is don't think I go out all the time. This I don't go out much at all. This, these are like long stretches in between. You know, I was staying home a lot. I didn't even, I don't think I even had a job at the time. I was broke as shit, struggling couldn't even buy cigarettes you know that was like a big thing and uh we both were me and the girlfriend so i'm out with dean and the girl we're gonna call her k k says where are you at and i'm like i'm just at the bar with dean relax we rarely ever hang out she comes to the bar and rips my shirt off of my back. Rips it. I'm in the bar with no fucking shirt. And and she takes my glasses off. And like brings them with her. Takes them. And then she leaves. And I was like, what the fuck? So I tell Dean, I was like, dude, I gotta leave. I can't sit in the bar like this. So I start to leave, and then on the way home, I pass this other bar that I go to here and there. It's it's like a it's kind of like a not a dirty bar, but it's like a there's. It's I can't how do I explain this bar? It's a weird bar. They have these people walking around with horse masks on with no shirts. They have no shirts on. So I'm like, fuck it. Let me just go to this bar. And I'm going in. And the guy's like, you can't come in here without no shirt. And I was like, why not? Everyone else doesn't wear shirts. (laughs) And then I just, you know, I just say that. And then I leave. But and then I go and I'm walking home and I see Kay parked or whatever. I think maybe she called me and she was like, where are you at? And then I met her. And I get in the car, and she starts all this shit. She's like, oh, I'm calling the cops saying you hit me, blah, blah. I was like, what? Because I was trying to get out of the car. I was like, I'm getting out, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it was, she was just starting all this shit over nothing. I don't know. It, was, it sounds ridiculous. You ripped my shirt off, and I'm walking down the street with no shirt on in public. No glasses, which I could hardly see, as it is. So I really can't see without glasses. These are just like the crazy stories of fights you get in with your girlfriend when you drink. You know, don't drink is the moral of the story. Also, don't date someone who has a temper. Uh, yeah, don't do that. But, uh, man, there was this one time I was drinking at the bar it was when I was getting over my girlfriend, the other girlfriend, the Norse assist girlfriend. I was trying to get over. I was, and my, all my coworkers had this thing and they, they invited me out and I was like, sure. I could use a beer or two. Now this was after I kind of stopped drinking. Like I wasn't drinking a lot at all for a while. I I stopped. And, uh, Before I go on with this, I always tell stories about exes, and you guys probably think I have a hundred girlfriends in the past. That is not true. I want to just answer. um, I'm 34, so I've lived a long life. You know, I've been with different people, but the girlfriend wise, I've only had, hold on, let me count. I had a girlfriend when I was young, like 13, 14, which didn't really count. It was like puppy love. You know, it was like a kid girlfriend. Then I had
1: uh,
0: another girl who I was with for like eight years. And then my daughter's mom. And then someone else. The narcissist. And then. No. There was someone before the narcissist. Then the narcissist. Yeah. Like, so there's, it sounds crazy. And then one, and then one other person. (laughs) Then two other people after that. But. Or one other. Whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. Basically, I had like five or six girlfriends in my whole 34 years of life. Plus a little fucking around in between, you know, nothing crazy. Just, you know, flings, little dates, stuff like that. But it's not what you think. You guys probably think I've been with a million girls. I haven't. I mean, there was a lot of flings, but actual girlfriends, girls I say I love you to, girls that I'm with. Different story. Different story. Anyway, I'm rambling. All right, so anyway, all my friends are having this party, blah, blah, blah. I just broke up with someone or, you know, they broke up with me and it hurt and I was depressed and I was getting over it. You heard the story. If you heard the last pod, the podcast before the last one, you know, and uh, yeah, I went out and I'm at the bar. I'm like, bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> and uh, this older woman, she was like my friend from work. She's like way older. And I I was like, hey, yo, you want a beer? And I go buy her a beer. And she's like, she wants a Heineken. And I get her a Bud Light. Now, this wasn't in a flirty way or nothing. I was just being nice. Because, you know, I like being nice to people. So I bring her a beer. And she's like, <laughs> I bring her a Bud Light, I believe. And she's like, this ain't Heineken. Duh. So I'm like, oh, my God. All right, I'll go get you a Heineken. So I go to the bar. And I get her a Heineken. So now I'm sitting there with two Bud Lights in my hand, in each hand, one in each hand, taking turns, drink, you know, boom, boom, boom. And I give her a Heineken, and she's happy. So then I'm lingering around the bar, and or actually, while I was waiting in line for the Heineken, some girl comes up to me and starts flirting with me. And I started talking. I'm like, I'm like, I'm depressed. I'm getting over someone. And it feels good that someone came up to me and started talking to me. So I start talking to her and, uh, you know, we're talking all night. We, and at one point I fucking fell trying to sit down. I fell on the ground in the middle of the bar, embarrassing as hell. And, uh, you know, we're drinking all night. And then at the end of the night, the bar closes. And we leave, and the girl's coming home with me. And uh, on the way home, I start talking to these homeless people. Now, mind you, I'm drunk. And I always talk to homeless people when I'm drunk. I don't know. I like hearing people's stories. I like hearing people's... I just like talking to homeless people. Maybe because I feel like they don't really talk to anyone much and I like to understand them. So I'm sitting on the corner of Broad Street with this girl I just met, and we're both talking to these two homeless women, uh, asking them, you know, what's their favorite Elton John song? And, uh, you know, do they, they're asking me to sing Elton John. And then we get really deep, and we start talking. You know, I ask her, you know how'd she get in this situation does she have any kids it was getting kind of emotional like she was telling her story and there was no fucking cameras I wasn't filming this I was just listening to her story and uh you know her just telling me about her kid and how she's trying to get her wife back on track and uh this isn't really a crazy I guess it is a crazy story. Not many people do this. They don't sit on the corner of Broad Street drunk with a girl they just met talking to a homeless person. That shows you my my care of what people think about me. You know, no guy that he just met is going to sit and talk to a homeless person with a new girl they just met. And the girl I was I just met was talking to her too. She enjoyed it. You know, um She was cool. I only talked to her that one night and then after that she left and went home. Not in a fight, nothing. She gave me her number, blah blah blah. We didn't really talk much after that. It kind of ended there. But the point of the story was it was really nice sitting there talking to those homeless people, relating to them, you know, hanging out with them pretty much. They probably never get to hang out with people. You know, it's just a struggle or whatever. I did give them each a beer, I think. And it was cute. You know, it felt good. And I was shy to sing Elton John to these people. Because I'm a shy person. Even when I'm drunk, I'm always shy. There's always a little hint of shyness in me. But it was a really, really good night. And I needed that because I was so depressed at that point that... You know, it it was a night where I didn't feel depressed. Is this recording? Yes. I was gonna say, what the fudge? I needed that that night. All right. Here's another story. You know, I'm rambling. I don't I'm I hope I'm doing these podcasts good because I keep going. Uh you know, my stories are just bloop, bloop, bloop. they're just You know, I don't put music or ads and all that shit in between. I'm at the bar. Again, a lot of these stories start at the bar.
1: And uh,
0: I'm outside smoking a cigarette. This story isn't that crazy, but I thought it was funny. And there's a guy smoking, you know... I'm kind of talking to this dude outside, you know, when you go out and smoke, you mingle with the people, the bar people, and he's smoking too, and I'm like, blah, 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 whatever we're talking about, I'm like, bro, can I tell you something, you look just like the dude from My Name is Earl. Now, I'm not insulting him, not talking trash, I say it as politely as humanly possible, he looks like the dude from My Name is Earl, that's a show. He has the mustache. He just looks like him. I'm sorry to say it. It ain't even an insult. Why is that bad? And then he says, you look like shit to me. He says that to me. And there's nothing worse or nothing that will piss me off more than when I'm being polite. I'm being nice And someone gets rude. So, and I'm not a fighter. But when he said that to me, it was on like Donkey Kong.
1: And I was like,
0: no more Mr. Nice Guy. I was like, what? (laughs) I get in his face. I was like, I'll fucking kill you. (laughs) Or something like that. I was like. I was like, "Why you gotta be a fucking asshole?" I was I wasn't even being cocky with you or son. I was just telling you you look like the fucking dude, and I got in his face like we were about we weren't about to fight because he was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it." He was like, "Here, take a cigarette, take another." See, he thought that because I was being nice in the beginning, he knew I wasn't being rude with the my name is all shit. And when he got cocky, then I got mad. And when I got mad, he got scared. He was offering me cigarettes throughout the night. He thought I was going to beat his ass. The moral of this story is don't get cocky with people you don't know because you don't know. Don't take their kindness for weakness. Yeah, I was nice, goofy. I talk goofy. I'm smiling and laughing. Right when he said that, that was it. You fucked up. You fucked up. But luckily he apologized and he was scared and shit in his pants. You know, you you think you're tough. And then someone who's, I'm not tough, but he he didn't know that. I showed him this side that got him nervous, and he was like, "Oh, it was like, oh, here, here, take a cigarette, take more." I'm sorry, man, I didn't mean it. He got offended with the "My name is Earl," and I didn't mean to offend him. But you don't talk to me like that if I'm just talking and I'm not even being an asshole. But yeah. Anyway, I was like, "Don't worry. I'm I'm I forgive you, bro. I'm not going to kill you. It's okay. You don't got to give me all your cigarettes." That was I always remembered that story cuz uh, I felt so I'm not tough. I'm not a fighter at all. But I felt tough cuz he was scared of me <laughs> cuz he don't know me. He don't know I could be this crazy, fighting crazy lunatic. You know, it's all about perception. Perception. Um, another story, I'm in a fight, an argument with the same girl that did all the things in the beginning of the story, you know, the cotton, the clothes, the, um, ripping my shirt off. She had a thing with ripping clothes and cotton clothes, (laughs) the pulling my glasses off. This is that same person. Um, we're arguing on the phone and I'm like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I hang up and I go in the bar and she calls me back and we're arguing. And you know how you hang up on someone in a bad way, like whatever, bye. (laughs) I'm sure I put my phone back on the thing. No, I said, whatever, bye. And I hung up, it was a cell phone and I was layout. I was a little hostile and uh, the
1: bartender's like, What's he say? He said, Hey, don't, don't bring that
0: in here. or Keep that down or something. Oh no, no, no. I slammed the bar. Like I hit the bar table and, uh, sorry, I'm just trying to remember this. This is a long, long time ago. I slammed the bar table cause I'm mad about the argument and he's like, Hey, don't do that in here. And I'm like, fuck you i say fuck you you something you asshole or something i i said something else but i ain't saying i don't want to hear and alls I i went flying out of the bar i don't alls i remember is i say that i say fuck you and then i'm just sitting there and out of nowhere i'm flying And I go flying out of the bar. And I look up. And there's like 10 dudes about to kick my ass. Seriously. Oh, my God. I'm like surrounded. And I was like, come on. I'll fight you. And I'm like, you know, don't drink, kids. Don't drink. And my friend is trying to talk this dude. Into not killing me, he's like, please, he's he's just really drunk. He's he's a crazy dude, he's he don't even know what he's doing. I wasn't that drunk. I just you know my channel's mad ends, and uh he's like, They're about to kill me, and my friend's trying to save me while I'm in the background saying, Come on, motherfucker! <laughs> like, he's don't kill him, please. And I'm in the background like, fuck you, fuck you. And then, God, luckily they let me live. They were like, you better get me out of here. Da, da, da. And yeah, so it ended like that. You know, we left, obviously. I'd never been back to that bar again. My friend drove us home. And thank you to Tim and Nick for saving my life that night. Because I would have got my ass. Kicked, buried, deservingly so. I was an asshole. You know, when you're fighting and someone puts their two cents in, you might snap y'all. It, it was like a but uh man, that was crazy. Uh, that was scary. Uh never been back to that bar again. I wasn't scared at the time because I was I had power, drunk power, but Holy smokes, that was bad! All right, this other story, Jimmy. What are you doing? That's my cat. He's like,
1: anyway. Another story. When I was still getting over, you know, my narcissist, I went out to the bar. these are basically all bar stories. And uh you know, I'm hanging with my friend and then I start hanging
0: with these dudes.
1: My friend goes
0: home or whatever, I don't know. Whatever they're they're not really my friend, they're like an acquaintance. It's that, it's the that's the friend who told me that she saw me, she saw my ex with another dude. It's that girl. We're not really friends. We're kind of friends. We actually met on Tinder and became friends because we didn't like each other. <laughs> we didn't like each other like that, but we liked each other in a personality like you're cool, but I I don't know if I want to be with you way. So anyway, you know, we're hanging out blah blah blah. Then I meet these dudes I do not know at all. I just meet them at the bar. Hey, what's up, bro? Blah, 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 blah. We start talking. And they're like, we're going to this other bar. You want to come with us? I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? So they have a pickup truck. And I hop in the back of the pickup truck on a Saturday night uh, with the wind blowing. Don't know where the hell I'm going. They could be bringing me to some dungeon to murder me and put my body in a friggin' acid tank. And I'm going with them. I'm like, well, my thought is if they try to do something to me, I can kick their asses or they're at least going to have a very hard time trying to kill me. (laughs) So I go with them and they stop at this beer place. And then I get back in the back of the truck and then we go to this other bar and I wound up having a really, really good night super fun. Yeah. Like they were cool. They were cool dudes. I liked them. And it, it wasn't, this ain't really a crazy story. The, the craziness of the story is that I got in the back of a truck of two strangers, two guys that I'd never met. Don't know shit about. I hung with them for like a half hour before I got in the back of their truck. If I was a girl, I probably would have been dead. Probably not, though. They they were nice dudes. But the, don't risk that. Don't go with strangers. <laughs> don't get in the back of a truck with strangers. But I did it because I was all messed up in the head. I was depressed. You know, I was trying to get over something. And, uh, yeah, stupid. You know, I've learned so much. See, all these crazy stories are crazy and goofy. And uh, people have way worse stories, though. So let me tell you. Hold on, I got to fix this hair. Um, yeah, the point is, is you got to experience stuff, man. You got to experience things. Because if you don't, you're going to, you're going to be so messed up when you're older. You're going to be really awkward and you know, I think experiencing things really grows you. It, it teaches you about life. It teaches you about just, you know, you just gotta live a little. And you know, some bad things might happen, but it's it's all a super, super great experience. I look back on these stories and laugh my ass off, and I'm sure the people involved in these stories do too, if they even think about them. But <laughs> they're really you know, these bad memories are good memories to me. Even the clothes getting cut and all that shit, I, I find it hilarious. You know, it's funny. It's things at the time suck. But when you look back, you're like, oh God, that was crazy. That was fun. That was outrageous. And uh, I like reminiscing. Um, yeah. So, unfortunately, I got to get ready for work. So we're going to end this podcast here. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, I was crazy back in the day. Just really wild. I'm glad I got it out of my system. Um, Half the stories weren't even my crazy doing. A lot of it was just things happening to me. And it sounds like I go to the bar all the time, but it was like once every weekend, once every other weekend, maybe once a month. It just sounds like a lot because all the stories are compiled. You know, I'm not telling you all the in between of me sitting at home, chilling, doing nothing. Um, let me see. Do we got time for one more? I oh, don't know. My stomach hurts. My stomach hurts. I
1: think I'm starving.
0: I think we're going to leave it at that because I do got to get ready. I'm running out of time normally i wake up at this time to get ready but thank you guys for listening hopefully you don't think it's too cringy these stories they're not that bad you know people have worse but uh great memories great people everyone who contributed to my memory bank um i will reveal that my daughter's mom is the girl who cut the clothes who did all that crazy shit but she has since chilled out. So have I. We've matured so much. Um, she still has a bit of a temper, but we get along great. We get along amazing. Um, I wasn't going to reveal that it was my daughter's mom because you guys, I don't want you to think she's crazy like that, but she's not. That was just, you know, everybody's gotten mad at dumb things that they regret. So she's an amazing person. She's an amazing, amazing mother. Um, one of the best mothers I've known or seen, you know, our daughter is in amazing hands. I never once worry or think twice about how our daughter's mom, my daughter's mom is raising my daughter you know i'm raising her too but you know she's with her more than i am cuz she lives with her and uh, that's the one unfortunate thing about breaking up is you don't get to see your daughter as much as you like to but i do call her every day see her on the weekends and but anyway the point is she is a good person these are just crazy stories you know parts of my stories that i've done things are not good either we've all done crazy shit You know, if you didn't do crazy shit in your life, I don't know. Are you living? Are you living? Go out and do something. Go jump in front of a truck or something. Do something crazy. Not that crazy, but, you know, experience. Life is all about experiences compiled, man. It makes you who you are. Everybody's got a story. Everyone's got a past. Everyone's got somewhere they came from, you know. Even if you didn't really do much in your life, there's things. If you start writing it down and all, there's more than, you've, than you know. You've done more than you know. But, guys, please subscribe. Go check out my regular channel. You can listen to this on Apple or not Apple. I always say that. You can listen to this on Spotify, too, if you want. Um, and that's it. Thanks, guys. I love you. Hopefully you don't think I'm crazy or an asshole or anything. I'll
1: see you later. Have a good day. Peace.